Let's talk about relationships for a second. Amy, finish the sentence. A couple that blanks together stays together as far as your relationship. The couple that blanks together stays together. A person that watches TV before bed together stays together. Okay, I would say laughs. The couple that stays together, that laughs together stays together. Eddie, what would you say? Okay, I'm going to get serious on you guys, but it's pray together. Yeah. Like my, my, my oh, marriage. I could have said that too. Well, my marriage was just crazy before we started praying together. Like once we started praying together, we started sharing all our thoughts and everything together. And it's like, oh, we understand each other a lot better. So that's mine. Amy picked like watch wow. Tiger King together. Eddie picked pray together. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to go serious. Amy. <laughs> no, just, no, you should. That's good. That's good. You- well, there's no wrong answer. Right. And we're all going through different stages of our relationships right now. Amy, you said you and your husband had an anniversary and you didn't even know about it. It's not one that he's ever really brought up before, but we were sitting around the dinner table with the kids and he said, hey, Kids, do you know what what tonight is? Mom and I are celebrating an anniversary, and instantly I was like, "What? What? What did I, what did I miss?" <laughs> and he said, he looked at me, he said, "Do you know what tonight is?" And I said, "No." And he said, "Tonight is the night, 14 years ago, that I got your phone number, and we had our first kiss." <laughs> and the kids are like, "Oh, ew," you know, but. How does he know that and you don't? I hadn't ever really thought about it. There's an easy way for him to remember. And he had seen, so we got set up at our friend Kevin's wedding. And I guess he had talked to his friend that day, talked to Kevin and said, he's like, oh, today's my 14 year wedding anniversary. So then Ben was like, oh my gosh, that's when Amy and I got together. And so he came home and and then we kind of celebrated it with the kids. A little bit, I felt like you were diminishing that what he was saying by going, well, it was easy to Why? remember. Well, it was, but <laughs> I did think it was cool. And then I thought, wow, that's special that we have something that helps us remember that's the night you got my number or that's the, the yeah. date that we had our first kiss. And I don't know. It made me wonder, like, I didn't know if you remembered when you first got Caitlin's number or even how that happened. Well, what happened was I know the exact date we went out because it's for the same kind of reason. There's a picture of our second date that we took at the Dancing with the Stars rap party. Not the season that I was on, but the one after. And I use it as a bookmark on my book. You saw that picture of us like in a photo booth, Amy? Yes. And so it's yeah. the dates on there. And I know the day before that was our first ever date. Um, so kind of the same thing. I kind of have a point too that I can look at. But yeah, I just had a friend who was doing PR for ABC who introduced me to her. And then I was just going out there and I just messaged her and said, hey, I'm coming out. I, I was doing an episode of To Tell the Truth. I think those episodes are airing now. That night that that To Tell the Truth episode aired, right when that episode ended, I went and met Caitlin for the first time ever. Eddie, you guys apparently just celebrated your 14th anniversary the first time you held hands and pinkies cut. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're talking about your remembering your first time. Man, I'm thinking back 21 years when we first met, like I can't remember crap. Yeah, well, I got hit with the, <laughs> hey, do you know what I was wearing the first time we went out the other day? And I was like, uh, jeans? Oh, do you? No. Yeah, did you? No, 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 I don't. I do remember, though, the first time when I came down to meet her in the lobby of the hotel, she was taking pictures for another couple. She was, like, doing their photo shoot for them. Because she, she was like, yeah, I'll take the picture for you. And then she was like, okay, stand over here. And she was, like, directing them. And I thought, well, that's really cool. She doesn't even know them. And she's, like, doing all their photo shoot for them because they were have, on a date or something. So. Oh, now you're making me want to ask my husband if he remembers what I was wearing. I remember. But they're your clothes. I hadn't thought about, well, but it was 14 years ago. I don't remember everything I wear everywhere, but I remember exactly what I was wearing that night. And now I'm going to ask him. All right. Him I just got your husband in trouble. I don't like that. So I'm going to get out of this and get to a song. <laughs> I got sucked into this article about dinosaurs. A dinosaur's last meal. And I'm like, what? What did they eat? A person? A McFlurry? I was, but... <laughs> spoiler spoiler alert, it was fern leaves and sticks. What did they Looks expect like was going to be in there? Yeah. <laughs> well, they clicked that crap. A 110 million year old dinosaur stomach contents are revealed. It was fern leaves and sticks. By the way, Eddie, didn't even know dinosaurs were real. Uh, not till recently, no. How long ago did you learn dinosaurs were real? A couple real? years ago. And you're? Uh, 41. What did you think dinosaurs were? That it was just a theory that scientists had, scientists had like, oh yeah, there are these big animals. We found these big bones. It could have been like a big elephant kind of thing. But no, they're real. Well, the dinosaur's last meal, again, was fern leaves and sticks. Amy, your last meal. They're telling you, hey, it's time to wrap this up. What's your final meal? I'm going to have to go with a Chick-fil-A spicy chicken sandwich with 
waffle fry, Chick-fil-A sauce mixed with ketchup, and an Oreo milkshake. Oh, you went all in, huh? Well, that's my meal. I guess I just go to Chick-fil-A. I thought about cooking something, but... I always thought if I was on death row and they were like, last meal, I would just extend it out. What do you mean? Just keep going. Eat until you popped. Oh, yeah. Just go, go, go. Uh, mine would be a chicken fried steak. My standard favorite meal of chicken fried steak, mashed potatoes, white gravy, fried okra, corn. Mm-hmm. I like corn on the cob, but taken off the cob right before you eat it. Yeah. That's like, that's the perfect the corn way on to the do cob. It. Um, Eddie? Um, it's a toss-up between Whataburger and Pizza Hut, but Pizza Hut wins. Pepperoni, mushroom, pan, pizza, a large one, too. Lunchbox? Uh, chicken enchiladas with some rice and beans, queso, salsa, chips, margaritas, and cheesecake for dessert. So Lunchbox went with Mexican food. Eddie went with Italian food. Eddie's Mexican. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox is... I'm white. <laughs> Did you say you're Mediterranean or something? No, I'm <laughs> Bohemian. Not. I thought you were Irish. What? Well, I am part Irish. My grandpa, my mom's dad was from Ireland. Bohemian. My mom's mom was from Bohemia. So I'm Bohemian and Irish. Uh, one, one other one around the room. Your last song that you get to listen to. They're like, all right, you got to check out, but play a song. Amy, what are you picking? George Strait, Amarillo by Morning. Amarillo by Morning. Good. Good to go out to. I'm going to take, not because so much the message, just like my favorite song. I don't, this is tough for me. Because I was going to do Stop This Train from John Mayer, but it's about getting older. But at that point, I'm old and it doesn't matter anymore. Or I would do, but I'm going to do If Tomorrow Never Comes, Garth Brooks, because tomorrow ain't coming. It's a good one. Oh, boy. And I love this song. Take that if out. You know it's not coming. Well, tomorrow ain't coming. (laughs) Dang, are you crying while you're listening to this? Right now? No, when you're right before you're about to go. Because it depends on the situation. Oh wow! Like if I'm if I'm on a rocket going to blow up a uh, meteor coming to Earth and I'm saving the Earth, (laughs) then you're not crying. Probably not. I always this whole segment I've been picturing us on death row. Oh, you have? I'm picturing me at 99 years old going, hey, it's been a great life. No, I'm... Maybe maybe that's foreshadowing (laughs) where you're going to be. Where have you pictured you? A death row. Oh, you you guys went to jail? We're bad people, man. No, that's what I associate last meal with. Oh. Oh, I just thought like, hey, you're about to go. This is like a hypothetical... I was already walking towards the chair, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Same. Nursing home, man. Oh, you... With bed sores. That's interesting. Eddie, final song. I'm going to have to go Willie. Angels flying too close to the ground. And I'm probably going to be crying. Lunchbox? Oh, this is going to all my haters out there that I've had all my life. Toby Keith, how do you like me now? Do you do middle finger as you're going? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Shoot on the bird? I, oh, yeah. Sort of like Dr. Evans, my high school teacher, he told me, man, I'd really like to be a fly on the first college classroom you walk into. Like, basically saying I wasn't going to make it in college. I mean, what up, Dr. Evans? But you didn't, you didn't graduate college. But I did go to college. <laughs> okay. No, but his point was you want to make it in college, not life. But yeah. you didn't make it in college. So no, I, though, right? I survived college. I mean, I made it. But you and didn't I, make You did I didn't make the... Well, I made it all the way across the stage. You quit one class short of graduating. Correct. Yeah. But before I go out, I'm going to let everybody know. How do you like me now? All right. There he is. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> Got a lot of questions from you guys. Going to go over to the phone lines and hear from Emily, who is in Ohio. Is it weird for someone to be on the phone in a public restroom? I didn't know if I could pee or if that was rude to pee while she was on the phone. <laughs> then I didn't know if I could flush without that, that being rude, too. So that's it. Okay, bye. What do you think about somebody in a public restroom being on the phone? Okay, so she, somebody else was on the mm. phone, and then she was like, oh, I don't want to interrupt her call by yeah. flushing. Okay. She's very kind for thinking that about that because I would be like, never, yeah. "You're in a bathroom, like you're gonna hear things in a bathroom that are gonna sound like bathroom." Yeah. So, would you ever go into public restroom on a call? Yes. Okay. And also, yeah, I'm not as thoughtful as her. I would never think that. So, you just got to do your thing. And I think if you go into a public restroom or any restroom, even the bathroom here at work, and you're on a call, because you do, you'll see people with pants around their ankles, and they're like, "Let me go th- <laughs> index three. Let's get four percent on that." And you're uh-huh. like, "Wow, if they had any idea on this business call that old Herb was uh, <laughs> chopping a two, that the, the, it would be a brutal visual for everyone listening." Um, but. You got to know going in, that's probably okay. But number two, if people are making bathroom sounds around you, that's just part of it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a part of life, man. You got to go, you got to go, and everyone's cool with it. I do have an email here. Bobby's Mailbag. So this listener emailed me worried about the new show that I'm doing. This is the email. 
Hey, Bobby, I love the show. I love seeing you on TV, but why do you have to torture yourself on television? You practiced nonstop on Dancing with the Stars. Didn't know how to dance. That was uncomfortable for you. Then you ate a rotten sheep eyeball on Running Wild with Bear Grylls. Now you have a new show coming out called Breaking Bobby Bones on National Geographic. We are worried about you. Can you not just do a show where you taste cupcakes or something? (laughs) From Lisa. Um, When they asked me, hey, what will you do? I said, I'll do anything. I said, the more that I'm worried about something, probably the better and more compelling it'll be for TV. But we're also going to be a really inspiring show, too. We're finding people that have really inspiring stories. It's not just jackass. (laughs) And a chance for you to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, will Bobby die? Place your bet before the show starts. It's going to be... What I had said just in an interview once, it'll be like Anthony Bourdain meets Dirty Jobs meets Jackass. And then at the end, you should be very inspired by the person that you just saw. And hopefully by me a little bit too. So, but I appreciate that email. You can keep sending your emails. Morgan number two, what's that email address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. And that was Bobby's Mailbag. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Shout out to five teenage boys in Caldwell, Idaho. They were on their way to play some basketball, you know, doing their thing, teenagers, when they saw this old man fall down on the sidewalk. So they pulled over. They were like driving to play basketball, pulled over, jumped out, helped the man up, lifted him to his feet. Not only that, they were like, hey, where do you live? He's like, oh, I live right over there. So they made sure he got inside of his house. But that's not all. When they were inside the home, they cleaned up his scrapes and cuts with rubbing alcohol and cloths. And anyway, there was a bystander that saw it all and started taking pictures and then got a follow up on the story and she posted on Facebook. So now these teenage boys are being treated like heroes around town. And you know what? They are. They are because most teenagers would just be like, oh, that man fell. Ha ha. Let's go play basketball. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Canada. EMT's got a call about a naked man passed out on the sidewalk. So they drive up in the EMT vehicle and they get out and the guy says, I'm not a dad, jumps in the EMT vehicle and drives away. (laughs) Naked? Naked. (laughs) And he crashes into a building a couple blocks later. Those guys had to be like, well, we thought we'd seen everything. (laughs) Yeah. Because you know they get calls about naked people passed out, drunk, and they're like, oh, man. And to watch them jump, I bet they laughed a little bit. Probably. (laughs) You imagine, fool you. What'd he say? I'm not dead. (laughs) I'm not dead. And jumped in the EMT vehicle, and then he crashed into a building. Lunchbox doesn't want to say ambulance because it's Ambulance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. I'm going to play you the easy listening version of a country song. Nice. You know, like elevator music or dentist's music. <laughs> All you have to do is name the song. For example, this is Jake Owen, Barefoot Blue Jean Night, but easy listening. <laughs> now, now, slow down. We were living in a little in the middle of a rock show. Yeah. So that's easy listening. Like, if you were hearing that song in the dentist chair, that's the version you would hear. Although I do like it, I got to say, because I went to the dentist uh, a few months ago and they were like, hey, pick the station you want. Like, pick your your iHeartRadio channel and you just pick a channel and the music plays. So you get nice. to pick your own. Although, what if you go like gangster rap with all F words? <laughs> all the moms with kids like, oh my God. Well, you go to headphones. Okay. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Name the easy listening country song. Here we go. How you guys feel about that? Oh, great. Amy, uh, you have it? In. Eddie, in? I'm in, man. All right, five seconds. Uh-oh. Oh. There you go. Lunchbox? I got a Sam Hunt house party. Mm. Amy? The Bones. <sighs> yeah. Eddie? Is it called The Bones? Yeah. I just have Bones. Mm. Is that Okay. Uh, no, no. I guess the, the? is such a big part of the top. Yeah. Oh, if the bones are good. The bones are good. Raymond, play the slow version again, real quick. Let's here it is again. Yeah, the bones are good. The fish don't. Oh no, sorry. Sick and nut. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, num- next one.
you go. That's the easy listening version. What country song is that, Lunchbox? 500 Hours. <laughs> nope. <laughs> what? Amy? 10,000 Hours. Correct. Oh, Eddie? 10,000 hours. 10, hours. So close. 10,000 Okay, name this country song, Easy Listening. (laughs) Mm. All right, there you go. Yeah! Lunchbox? Pontoon motorboating! Let's go! <laughs> What's the name of the song? It's called Pontoon, but I it goes motorboating. Eddie? Yeah, I have Pontoon. Amy? Pontoon. On the pontoon. Alright, we have two more. See if you can name this one. Easy listening. Oh my gosh, what is the name of his song? All right, five mm. seconds. Lunchbox? Little Nas X, Back Road. Back Road. Eddie? Old Town Road. Amy? Old Town Road. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the Old Town Road. One more. Oh man, Amy's gotta lose this one. Yeah, Amy's up one on you, Eddie. All right, name this country song. Eddie, if you get this right, you're still in the game. Okay. You go first. The only thing that can really mess me up is the titles. I mess up titles all the time. Go ahead. I hope I have this right. What hurts the most? That's correct. Okay. Yeah, right, as of right now, you're tied with Amy. All right. Lunchbox, you can't win, but just for fun, what do you have? Oh, yeah. I got what hurts the most. All right. Woo! Amy, for the win, what do you have? What hurts the most. Ah! What do you have? Oh. What hurts the oh. most? Let me see. Amy. You, stu- you stuttered, though. Because I was trying Let to me do- see what you wrote. Show it to me. Give him the favor. What hurts the most? Yeah, she got Thank it. Thank you. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. There she is. Well, you were being a little suspicious. No, I was trying to Don't do that thing suspicious. that Lunchbox does where he acts like he didn't get it, and then he got it. Well, you did win. Nice job. There she is. Amy. Job, Eddie, but you lost because of a the. Yeah, because of the three-letter word. Yeah, the. That's, that is tough. Here's some stuff people think true that's not true. Number one, camel humps don't store water. Did you know that? Oh, I thought they did. Most people do. They store fat reserves. Oh. Having the fat in one spot keeps the animal from overheating, but there's no water in the camel hump. Are you sure? I'm positive. <laughs> you got a whole list of them here. Okay. A pool that has a strong chlorine smell isn't cleaner. Because you know how people will get mm-hmm. in a pool, and I've gotten a hotel pool, and I'm like, whoa. This is a clean one, man. You just smell how <laughs> Your clean eyes this are is. All red. Yeah. In fact, a small chlorine smell could indicate that it's chemically out of balance and yeah. it might need more and isn't healthy for you. In an edible animal, the muscle and the meat are the same thing. They're not two separate things. So when someone's like, yeah, you probably got a little muscle in that one. It's the same thing. Okay. The muscle and the meat are the same thing. Cutting your hair, regardless of where it is, doesn't make it grow back thicker. Hormones and genetics are responsible for that. Okay. Opening your windows before a tornado won't even the pressure. I had never heard that. Yeah. Well, there are two things tornadoes wise as a kid. Growing up in Arkansas, we had tornadoes. So that's what they would say. Open the windows so the house doesn't explode. Also, the shower. Did you guys ever hear that one? No. But, but No? Well, never mind. Because you'll think I'm an idiot. Um <laughs> Another one, contrary to what you've seen on television and the movies, an undercover cop doesn't have to tell you they're a cop if you ask. Because you know how on TV shows would be like, ask, they ask you a cop, they got to say yes. Uh-huh. They don't have to tell you that. Instead, the first thing out of your mouth should be, I want a lawyer. If you think it's a cop and something's going on. Interesting. Lightning can strike twice in the same place. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so, what are the odds, though? So it's probably a good idea. <laughs> well, one has nothing to do with the, the next one. Like, because it's struck there doesn't mean it's any more or less yeah. going to strike there the next time. 
the rules of Jenga say quite clearly you are allowed to tap a block to see if it's loose. Because some people will say, no, 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 you can't touch it to see if you can't tap it. You just got to pull it. But the rules say that you are allowed to tap a block to see if that block is loose. I have a Jenga at the house. Oh, you have the big one, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I gave it to you. It's pretty fun. Did you? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> well, of course you did. Yeah. Oh, you knew that. Good times. Good times. What is that? Is Am I supposed that? to remember every gift everybody gave me? I mean, you should. A jingle. <laughs> we do play that though sometimes outside. Yeah, it's we're, the we're, full big size one. Yeah. What were we gonna say? Nothing. I mean, I honestly, I almost forgot I gave it to you. It's fine. Mm. Well, remember that clock I gave you for oh. your. Oh. <laughs> oh. Stop. Hey, you put it on your registry, then I bought like a really nice clock, and then it was in your okay. closet like a year later. Oh. 14 years ago. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I remember that. It wasn't though. a year later. So today, when you go to work or whenever everybody brings up these facts, you have them. They're in your arsenal. Bring them out. Be like, no, nah, Camel actually doesn't have water. That's mm-hmm. fact. That's right. Can you imagine if it was water? I think people walk like this. You hear the water. That's what we thought because they were in the desert. I you know. know. They needed that or water. Or like if you poked a hole in it, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go over to Allie. Hi, Bobby. Morning, studio. I was just calling to see if you guys could wish my mom a happy birthday. Her birthday is this week. My dad passed away in November due to a long battle with cancer. This is her first birthday without him, and it's been really tough on her. So I think you guys would just lift her spirits up a lot. We're huge fans of the show. My dad always wore his B-team and bike ride repeat shirts and... Everything. So we could just wish her a happy birthday. Her name is Norma, and I know she would just feel so special. Thank you. Oh, man. Hate to hear that about your dad. But Norma, happy birthday, Norma. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Norma. Sometimes life's hard, but you know what? Sometimes people are awesome, and it sounds like your daughter's really awesome, and uh, happy birthday to you. Amy, what do you want to say to Norma? Yeah, I just want to say happy birthday and sending big hugs her way because it's definitely not an easy time. But just remember the good times with your husband and how he would have wanted you to celebrate your birthday and make sure that you um, just stay positive during it, even though you might be a little bit sad. And how loved you are. Your daughter, Allie, called a radio station, left a voicemail on a voicemail line, knowing that we may not ever hear it, but we listen to all of them. But she doesn't know that. See, you are so loved. So Norma from... All of us, happy birthday. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So what, Bobby, what is your tip to people if they ever get pulled over by the police for speeding? Like you you have a go-to, don't you? Yeah. Well, it's just to show a lot of respect, right? But what I do, especially if it's at night, I light the car up inside so the cop can see there's no funny business going on. I will take the keys out of the ignition and put them on the on the, whatever that is, the top of the steering wheel. Dashboard. Yeah, and then I'll put my hand so they can see them. So that's what I'm doing. It may not be exactly right, but every time I've done that, the officer has responded positively because of the respect that I've shown them. And I respect their life because they don't know what kind of knucklehead's gonna be doing what in that car. So that's what exactly. I say. What do you? What, why are you asking uh, well, me? Well, I mean, I think that that's good. But then once the officer starts talking to you, yeah. I want to share with you with things that actually work to help you get out of the ticket verbally. Yeah. yeah, to say yes, sir, or yes, ma'am, or I will never do it again. I realize what I did wrong. I won't do it again. Don't bull crap them. All right, what, what do you think? Okay, well, a new study found that playing dumb and claiming you didn't know you were speeding works 32% of the time. But simply asking for a warning is your best bet. It works 41 of the time. You show respect, acknowledge that you are speeding and see if there's any way out of the gate, you can just please get a warning. Nice. Exactly what I said. Because I am <laughs> I am Mr. Respect over here. Yeah. Hey, if any law enforcement's out there listening, let us just say from the bottom of our hearts to yours, to the top of your heart or wherever you want to put, whatever body part you want to put this on, that we are so thankful for you. We understand you're risking your life every single moment that you are messing with another human. So if they would let me when I got pulled over, I would just get out and put my hands behind my back and lay on the road. But I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What else? Other other excuses that work are medical emergency or I have to go to the bathroom really bad. Uh, but, you know, if those aren't true, then you could be lying. So I stick with ask for a warning because no harm done. And if you go with the bathroom one, just pee your pants. Like force it <laughs> and just let her rip and prove mm-hmm. it. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. What else you got? So NASA is looking for social isolation experts to spend eight months locked in a Russian lab. It's going to help them get data on the psychological effects of isolation on long missions. So when they send astronauts to Mars, they can know what to expect. Well, my first question is, does it say how much they're getting paid? No. Okay. My second question is, can I take like a PlayStation and books? Because if so... I'd be fine doing that. I would love it. I think it. your uh, surroundings have to be similar to those of Mars. <laughs> huh. So I don't know. When you go into space, can you take video games? Good question. I, I just feel like people maybe have been practicing their social isolation, so maybe they could do it. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Samantha Rodriguez is doing the best she can. She has five siblings that she's raising ever since her parents passed away, trying to put food on the table, get them to and from school, doesn't have a car. Someone in the community noticed how hard she's been working, put a little Facebook post up, and someone donated a brand new car so she could help ease the burden. Yeah. Wow, love it. Just donated a car just like that. Yeah, and they didn't even tell them their name. Because oh, Lunchbox which, is all about Yes Which yeah. is Lunchbox He's always blown away By people not taking credit yes, for stuff Yes Because like when I do Tell me something good And I'm talking about them Down in Orange County, Florida I want to be able to be like Hey Jimmy Thanks for giving You know Samantha a car But no Is that what you want To acknowledge someone else Or that you want to be acknowledged If you ever do something If I ever do something that big I want to be acknowledged That's what it's all about That's what it's all about And that's what it's all about There you go That was Tell Me Something Good <laughs> Let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny. The morning corny. What do golfers love to drink? What do golfers love to drink? A cup of tea. That was the morning corny. Like T E E, like a tea box. Mm, terrible. Yeah. Mm, terrible. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they did a bunch of research. To see how long people will last on hold. How long will you last before you're like, I can't do this anymore? <laughs> Depends on what I got going on, but I could say 45 minutes. Oh, I can do a long time too. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I just put it on speaker. And do my thing. Live your life. Yeah. But the average person lasts nine minutes before losing their cool. Millennials are the most patient. Hmm. Researchers poll participants on customer service experiences and expectations. And people could tolerate about nine minutes. I'm telling you, I kind of, I'm like, well, this stinks, but what else can I do during this? And then keep it on. The best invention is when they have the callback. Yeah, but I don't ever trust they're going to call me back, honestly. Oh, they... I'd rather stay on the phone and suffer it. Oh. Because <laughs> on the callback, I'm staring at my phone the whole time anyway, because I don't want to miss it. Okay, well, what about uh, if they give you the heads up? Like, I was on customer service call the other day, and they are like, so sweet. Thank you for calling. We're so excited to talk to you. We can't wait. Your approximate hold time is two hours and 15 oh. minutes. And Whoa. I was like, okay, no. So that's I like hung up. the cable up. guy that's like, I'll be there between noon and 9 p.m. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> the worst. All right, coming up, it's almost that time for the Lemon Juice Challenge. Who's it going to be battling it out ooh, for $100 ooh, ooh, in cash? Ooh, ooh. Pure lemon juice. Come on. Bring it's it. Eddie versus Lunchbox. The mm-hmm. world record holder did a, a liter in 17 seconds. <laughs> that's difficult. <laughs> if they can do it in 25, they win the cash. But they're also competing against each other. The Lemon Juice Challenge. By the way, not from Concentrate, boys. Pure lemon. Lemon. Juice. Come on. Next, Bobby Bone Show. This guy sets a world record for drinking pure lemon juice. He did one liter in 17 seconds. Now, I'm not going to make you guys do that. And by the way, I'm not making you guys do anything. You're just trying to make a little cold, hard yeah. cash. Come on. Uh, so you have one liter of lemon juice each. Read the bottle, Lunchbox. Santa Cruz Organic, pure lemon ju- juice, not from concentrate, 100% lemon juice. That's all it says. Oh, gosh. Eddie, and take said- a little sip. <laughs> <laughs> That's one sip, dude. I can't even take. Oh, my gosh. And I'm salivating everywhere. Well, don't take, open take a little all sip. the bottles. because It's all wet. It's tart. Ooh. Here we go. Whoa. All right. I was going to try to act tough. It's, oh, it's like a lemon head candy. Okay, so here's but what we're going to do. And no sugar. Oh, I, I thought I was going to act tough, and I can't do it. That You're going to have 25 seconds. Right, this bot, so We have two of these? Yeah. <laughs> this, this now, I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to If you can do it in 25 seconds, you'll win $100. <laughs> if you wait, can, wait, what? If you can do it in 25 seconds, not 17. Both of these? That's one liter. Bones, that is ridiculous. However, however, Eddie, don't be scared. However, there's a second prize here. Okay. 
the first person to finish both of them wins fifty dollars. That's the second. Oh price. yeah. So okay. it can be in whatever time. Hey, get your straw out. Stop it. What's the third price? There is not a third price. <laughs> <laughs> what What about who wins between us two? That's, That's it, the point. Fifty dollars. Okay. Fifty dollars. All right. Whoever drinks you get your straw. the first one to get straw. both of them down wins fifty dollars. No, that's how the guy did it. You have to do a straw. You have to do the straw. He yeah. did. But, uh, but that, what? That's the technique. Yeah, that's the technique, dude. I you mean, we can take the straws out. And do you want to be straight. a world champion or not? Oh my god! Here we go. Ah! Wait, we got, I got the timer going, Raymond. If you give me some on. timer oh music, I got it. Oh my god! It's so Lunchbox versus Eddie drinking pure this lemon juice. Might for, be the dumbest thing I've ever done for cash money. Oh! The first one is twenty-five seconds and go. And here they go. They're drinking out of the straw. Both of their eyes. <laughs> they're struggling, but they're moving. The, they're moving lemon. Oh yeah, I'm impressed. Eddie's slightly ahead, but Lunchbox is coming on strong. Eddie, our video producer, Hispanic fella. Uh, go Lunchbox, go. Lunchbox, white fella. Oh, he's oh. Going, going to the second one. Oh, Eddie took a pause. They're both about five foot eleven inches tall. Texture's not bad. <laughs> okay, twenty five seconds is oh. up, but you guys are still competing oh. for fifty dollars. Eddie is on the first bottle. Oh he look, God, gonna he's going to throw up. They're drinking pure lemon juice right now if you're just turning it on. They're both near the end of the first bottle. Lunchbox is going. I got a brain freeze. Brain freeze. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my if gosh. anyone says uncle and taps out on the table, Lunchbox is done with the first bottle. I can't do it, dude. Are you tapping out? Nope. Wow. Oh, my gosh. You kind of are. You haven't even Lunchbox opened is, your Lunchbox is a third of the way through the second bottle. <laughs> Tapped out. <laughs> Champion. Wow. I, Champion. Dude, I can't take it. Even if I wanted to take another sip, I can't do it. My question is, why would you not just keep faking it if you knew you were going to do it and make him drink it all? Let's go. <laughs> no, he now wins. <laughs> no. It's so funny how your brain Woo! thinks that. Wait, what? Like that your brain thinks of that. Like, I would never think of that. I know. I would just go, I'm just going to keep acting like it right. and let him suffer. I know. When the money, I want him to suffer more. I mean, that's a right. very different way of thinking. I know. Bobby has a very unique way of thinking oh. about a lot of things. Well, your winner of $50 oh. richer. Wait, before you play a song, how do you feel? Um, I feel a little uh, queasy, but I feel healthy. How do you think that guy doing that in 17 seconds? I got the shakes, really. I, my, my hand's shaking. Now. No, dude, it's not good for us. The guy that did in 17 seconds. What'd you like to say to him? I'd like to say that I think if I train, I could beat you. But congrats, dude! You're a world champ, and I am impressed. Cause oh, well, there's our winner, fifty dollars. Oh, Richard, play that hey, song. Hey. He's drinking it during the song. Here he goes. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. He's drinking and dancing. <laughs> oh, and now he's choking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all talking now. Oh, he's hurting. Everybody, hands go up. And they stay there. <laughs> and they stay there. <laughs> and they stay there. <laughs> There you go. Oh Take another drink. And he did in your face. <laughs> and he's going to vomit. What happens? He's shaking. His hands are shaking. Yeah, dude. Oh, All right. Well, let, let's take a break and let them kind of <laughs> let us die for a little bit. We'll gather come back. themselves. <laughs> Amy's wearing a Guns N' Roses t-shirt today. It's a pretty cool mm-hmm. shirt. But I, I, I'm going to play Thanks. some Guns N' Roses songs now. See how many you can name. <laughs> okay. Can't wait. Okay. We're, and we're going to do their biggest. So we're going to start with their most streamed song. Because the rule is, if someone says, oh, that's a cool shirt, you like that band, you have to at least know three of their songs. So before we play the game, Amy, how many Guns N' Roses songs can you name? Go ahead. I, I can't really think of one right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know that I know them, yeah. but I would have to hear them or get prompted, and then I could tell you. Yeah, so you know no Guns N' Roses songs? Not off the top of my head, no. Are you admitting you're a poser? Yes. Okay, good. All right, here we go. Number one, can you name this Guns N' Roses song? I love this one. <laughs> Do you know this one? Yeah, laughing's hard and I'm too different. Away from me and turn and turn time. Right? Laughing's hard and turn and turn and turn and turn and turn do you have any answer Can I there? hear the words? Well, Am that, I just getting the instrumental? <laughs> there you go. Okay, time's up. That's and, exactly what I was seeing. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. Three, two, one. Oh, sweet child of mine. 
Sweet child of mine. Yes, that's it. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And a zero, O for one. Here's Guns N' Roses' second most streamed song. You ever heard this one? I don't know. Here we go and Come on, Amy. I... No. Oh, welcome to the jungle. Yeah. Uh, you can have that one. <laughs> All right, see so if you know this one. Oh, yeah. Paradise City. What? Take me back. Take me back to Paradise City. Paradise. We'll take the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Paradise City. We'll take that. You need to get one of the next two in order to win the game. All right, here we go. Name this Guns N' Roses song. I'll give you a hint. It's like 40 hours long. From Armageddon? I don't think so. I think you're <laughs> no. thinking of Aerosmith. Don't want to miss okay. a thing. No. It could be, but I don't know it from Armageddon. Okay, hold on. Five seconds. A lot of O's in this song. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have it. I have it. All right, let's pull it down. Amy, what's that? Oh, fade away in the cold November rain. Wow, she got it again. Crazy. Wow. I thought yeah. she was singing a whole different song. Yeah. I think she was. I, <laughs> I think she was singing Hakuna Don't Matata or some me. crap. Don't doubt me. Okay. okay. Well, you needed nine minutes to go, oh, oh whoa, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, no, it's a long song. Okay. Oh, November. Ra- here, one. The, you win. Sucka, here, here's who the deserves last one. to wear this shirt? Yeah. I give you a hint. This is a cover. There you go. Hold on. If you get this one, I'll be very impressed. Okay, I know it. Yeah, play the drums. You know. For those wondering what Amy does, during this, she plays drums and goes, oh, 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 oh. Mama, take this A few more O's, you'll get it. There you go. Mama! (laughs) (laughs) I I want to get it. Give me a few more hints. It's right to the first name of the song right there. It feels like I'm walking on heaven. Knocking on heaven's door. (laughs) Wow! Wow! That's it. I'm impressed. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice job, Amy. Knock, knock. Oh. Woo! You did get them. Got hot up in here. I have an artist shirt on, too, I just realized. <laughs> Are you going to do that? Well, so I'm wearing, Ten a, songs. I'm wearing a Kip Moore shirt. You, they hit me with some of the uh, Kip stuff. I could probably name it. That's Kip, Amy. Something about a truck. Okay, good, good. Hey, pretty girl. I just wrote this song. <laughs> well, I've been living like a wild old Mustang. Mustang. Had a little bit of flips. Might have earned me a bad reputation. 
What's this one, Eddie? And I feel like that's the title on your career, right? Wild one? No. Not? No. God made you. Something about you. And then God made you. God made girls. No, God made girls. Yeah. God made girls. God made girls. That's it. No, that's what's it called, Mike? More girls like you. More girls like you. Ah, We're thinking of Ray God Lynn. God made girls is Ray, Ray Lynn. Lynn's like, God made <laughs> girls. All right, hit me with another one. I'm two for three. Is that a new one? Number one. Yeah, be honest. I think Amy's better at Guns N' Roses than I am Kip Moore right now. Because <laughs> I don't have this one. Do you, Eddie? I have a guess, but no, I don't know. Go ahead. The bull? No, the bull's a little more aggressive. I didn't go number one. Amy, you know this one? No? What's this, Mike? Last shot. Last shot. I don't think I knew last shot. All right, give me one more. uh, Number one? We know this one. You know this one, Amy? Thank you. Hold on, it takes me longer than you. Nice. Go down. And you're stuck here in this town with nowhere to go. Eddie, you know this one? So you escape. You guys know this one. This is what we've played. A bunch. Yes, I know it. Oh week. Oh, nine to five. No. no. <laughs> That's Dolly. That's Dolly Parton. Snow in my pocket. Shift work. Oh, no. oh, oh, oh. Come I on. I got it. Come beer on, money? come on. What? Yeah, that beer, beer money. money? Yeah, that's it. All right, all right. All right, well. Oh. Amy, you're hardcore Guns N' Roses. I guess I'm just a pretty big Kit Moore fan. Thought I was bigger. <laughs> come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A woman in California is alive thanks to her water delivery man. Marco Pereira knew something wasn't right. He goes, he knocks on the door. The woman's 88 years old. She lives in this apartment, and she didn't answer this time. But what happens usually is he'll knock on the door and go, Marco, and then she goes, Polo. Right. And his name's also Marco. And it's also water. He's delivering, right? Yeah. So he's like, Marco, and then she goes, Polo. Well, he knocked and goes, Marco, and there was nothing back. There was no Polo. So he yelled again, Marco, and then he heard, he put his ear up to the door, and he heard someone going, help. And it turns out she had fallen on the floor. She was immobile for at least 24 hours. He waited on the other side of the door, called paramedics. They came, bopped in the house, got her, saved her. She only had a few bumps and bruises, no serious injuries, but she had been down for 24 hours. Oh, my goodness. And had he not Marcoed and her not poloed, and then he stuck around, it, you know, they wouldn't have found her. Yeah, wow. So there you go. Water delivery man saves customer who fell in home. Marco. Hello. Hero. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. You know Donald Duck's catchphrase? That. I would assume that's not it, whatever it was you said there. (laughs) I was trying to see if it would come to me if I tried to sound like him, but it's not coming to me. Here's Donald Duck's catchphrase. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. So what I'll do is I'll I'll give you the cartoon catchphrase. Tell me which cartoon character said it. Okay. okay. I'll say it. You guys write your answers down. Okay. Here we go. Number one, who said Yabba Dabba Doo? Who said Yabba Dabba Doo? Amy? Fred Flintstone? Lunchbox? Fred Flintstone. Eddie? Fred Flintstone. That's correct. Alright, who said to infinity and beyond? What cartoon character said to infinity and beyond? Amy? Buzz Lightyear? Correct. Lunchbox? Buzz Lightyear. Yep, Eddie? That's Buzz Lightyear, Bones. To infinity and beyond! Good. Everybody's still rolling here. How about the, 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 that's all, folks! <laughs> The, 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 that's all, folks. Amy's in. I'm in. 
Eddie's in. Lunchbox is writing something uh -oh. down. That's all, folks. I'm really trying to sell it. Uh -huh. No, I, I, I can picture the little thing. Little thing. Alright. Who said that's all, folks? Lunchbox, you can go first. Sylvester the cat. Amy? Bugs Bunny? You're both wrong. What? I mean, I. Eddie, if you get this, you win. Wow. Ooh, if you don't, we go to the next question. Is it Porky Pig? It's Porky Pig. Yeah! There you go. And the D, and the D, and the D, and the that's all, folks. You know, we're going to do a points based this game. Everybody's still in. Okay, yeah! good, good. All right, all right. <gasps> um, how about this? I'm smarter than the average bear. What cartoon character oh. said, smarter than the average bear? Mm hmm. Uh huh. Amy. Yogi the bear. Lunchbox. Yogi bear. Eddie. <laughs> uh, Yogi. Yogi bear. Yeah, you all get it. Uh, Yogi oh. the bear. She gets that right. Yogi the bear. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right, who said this? I have the power. Wow. What? what cartoon said, I have the power? Everybody in? Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Amy? Um, power Rangers? No, Lunchbox. I remind a lot of people this guy, He-Man. Eddie. He-Man. He-Man is right. Yeah. yeah. All right, who said this? Excellent. Excellent. Cartoon catchphrases. You said, excellent. You're saying it weird. Yeah, what? Excellent. Am I saying it weird? No, I think, I think you got it. Right? I think you said it right. Perfectly. Excellent. <laughs> Amy? You sound scary, but is it cat in the hat? What? <laughs> cat in the hat? Because egg. Eggs. <laughs> you been drinky drinky this morning? Uh, Lunchbox? Mr. Burns. Yeah, Mr. Burns Ew. from The Simpsons. Mr. Burns. Eddie? Oh. Mr. Burns. Here. I know. Excellent. 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 Oh, okay. All right, let's do one more. That's all I can stand. I can't stand no more. What? What? <laughs> oh, that might be the first time I've heard that. Do that again. It's hard to do the impression, right? Because I haven't heard it in years. Here we go. That's all I can stands. I can't stands no more. Oh, I got nothing. Let's see, let's see. Stands, I stands. That's all I can stands? How's the impression? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Not good, Mike? I had to look at Mike. Um, <laughs> all right, Amy? Okay. Uh, Roadrunner. Me, me. That's Roadrunner. That's all he says, Amy. Roadrunner doesn't even dog. Me, me. <laughs> Lunchbox? Yeah, this has to be Barney. No. Eddie? I have Ren from Ren and Stimpy. Okay, we're not going to say who does play it. That's all I can stand. I can't stand no more. It's the guy with the gun. What's yes, his name, yes, though? Yosemite? No. It's no guy with a gun. It's Popeye. Ah, it's Popeye. Oh, Eddie, you are a winner. Congratulations. Come on. There he is. Yeah. Hit it. Woo. I do know my cartoons. Yeah, you're pretty good at that one. On the phone right now is Kimberly. Hey, Kimberly, thanks for talking with me. Hi, how are you? I'm really good. I'm glad you're on because what we're about to talk about, it's a little scandalous. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and it's being brought up again because we finally were able to talk to Kimberly. And this is something that it's a little sensitive for me to talk about too. So what happened was a few weeks ago, Kimberly called our voicemail line asking if Eddie, my best friend, had sold a book... <laughs> That I gave him, that I wrote, I made a special note for him inside of it. Eddie denied that he sold the book. Correct. And but Kimberly, you, where did you find this book? Um, it was found at a, at McKay's in Nashville. My friend bought it, and then um, she posted it, and I just thought, I don't know if Bobby knows that Eddie sold his book. <laughs> I have a picture of it here, Eddie. This is the yeah. note I wrote you. It what says, does it say? It says Eddie. <laughs> yeah. Like it says right here, Eddie, I wrote it. I was so proud of this book. It was my second book. It went number one on the New York Times bestseller list. I was like, wow, maybe this will be worth something. Maybe it doesn't, but Eddie's my best friend. I want to write a note for him. Mm -hmm. I said, Eddie, you are a good friend to me most of the time. Hugs and kisses, Bobby Bones. I remember it. Of course. Well, somehow somebody sold it to a bookstore and then they found it. That's crazy. And I think that it's a little presumptuous to say that I sold it. Go ahead. I did not sell this book. 
I don't know how it got out of my house. I may have lent it to someone. My wife may have taken it to Goodwill with a stack of books. I did not sell this. So it's crazy. I would really like to know how it made it to that bookstore. I have no idea. Kimberly, what, what, what can you lend us? What knowledge can you lend us here? I mean, I, I'm i concerned. I'm like, how much did you get for it? Because I feel like McKay's, you could have got more for that. <laughs> yeah, do you know how much your friend paid for it? I think like under $10. Dang. A heartfelt See, do, 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 book. Do you think I would from sell it for under ten dollars to my best friend, and you sell it to a secondhand thrift shop? Yeah, I would never do that, dude. I would go to the streets and be like, "Hey, my, my good friend Bobby Bones, you can see him on American Idol. So Come on, two hundred dollars." Uh, didn't get there. It's a good yeah. question. I have no do you idea. Need to ask your wife. I did ask her, and we found because I was like, "We have this book," so I made her look through the whole house, and we found Bare Bones, the first book. That's the first one. My like, great. That's where's that's the second one? We're looking for the second one. She's like, "I can't find it anywhere." All right. Telling uh, you. Kimberly, this uh, we have verified. This is the book I gave to Eddie. Thank you for sending us the picture. That's the book. Oh. <laughs> um, do you have it? In your, do you have it in your possession? Um, my, it's actually my friend's book, but she does have it. Well, did she read it by any chance? Um, yes, and I have read the book too. Oh, did you like it? Oh yes, I'm a teacher, so like all of that, I share with my students, and it helps fuel me to talk to them. Oh, well, great. Yeah, it's called Fail Until You Don't. <laughs> Um, you can check it out. Get it on Amazon or wherever. All right. Hey, Kimberly, thank you for listening to the show, okay? Thank you. All right. There she is. That sucks. <laughs> I didn't tell it. It's just crazy how that made it to that bookstore. I have no crazy. idea. Yeah, yeah. And he's probably got five bucks for it. Yeah, right. Like, I would sell that for five bucks. I would make $1,000 on that. No, you wouldn't. Not, how much do you think I could have gotten that on eBay? That's none. So if you work all day, then you go home. And then from home, you got to go back to the gym. That's always a really hard thing to do. So experts explain now that humans are simply hardwired for laziness. When we go home after work, our bodies go, well, we just finished a big task. We shall now shut down for the day. And that's why it's hardest to go back and work out after that. They say you should just go and take your bag. And even though it isn't pleasant, just go straight from work to the gym if you're going to go to the gym. Our earliest ancestors needed to avoid too much physical activity so they had enough strength for hunting and gathering. Complete laziness during periods of the day was needed to store up energy. So we're hardwired to go, okay, we just hunt and gather, hunt and gather, hunt and gather to shut down time and then not go back to hunt and gather until it's time to go back to work. Does that make sense, Amy? Yeah, it makes sense. And I mean, I can speak, I'm exhibit A. When I had a job, it was, uh, when I, back when I did sales and I had an, like a eight to five, I would have to go to the gym right when I got off work or there's no way. On days where I went home and thought, oh, I'll just go home, put my stuff down, change, get a snack, then go. No way. I never ended up back at the gym. So the encouragement is as soon as your day is over, if you have something you got to do, go right to it. I'm a big believer too of if something is coming up and you dread it, but you know you're going to do it and you know at some point it's going to suck. You're just, gonna, just start it as soon as possible. Because that sucky feeling is going to happen eventually anyway, so just get it over with. And then you have the rest of the day where it's over, and you're not doing it, and you don't have to even look forward to not doing it. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's it. Uh, we're done. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Yeah, the Bobby Bone Show.